Oh yeah. Yep, they did it again. They did it again. Ay 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 ay. Bad Raw Jones. Welcome to the Taz Show. I am Taz. Uh, you are not. Uh, thank you for downloading this on radio.com on the Apple the website. I appreciate that. Or maybe you're downloading the show on Apple Podcasts. That's very kind of you. I like them. They like me. You like them. Or wherever you get your pods, you got the Taz show and you listen to it right now. So that's freaking great. Thank you so much for the love and support. You know, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I'm sincere. I'm genuine. So, yeah, Raw. Shit show city. Uh, Yep, another bad uh, Raw. This was bad. Uh, Again, it was nonstop uh, on the social media. People angry. People clicking off of the show People praising that there was a Fair Midland football game on Monday Night Football That they were switching over and watching The Eagles and the Redskins As opposed to Raw I mean, I saw a lot of that Which is not a good sign Look, guys uh, All right, look I know a lot of people wanted me to do this podcast about Raw And I I'm tr- I really I I try I try not to fucking go berserk and rip shit and go crazy right, but come on some of the things they're doing here I mean I don't even know where to start. First of all, the Sasha Bailey deal with um in the ring with the chairs with the talking like with Alexa Bliss they did it last week they're not going to do it again it, it's it's not good guys it's not good stop stop. It's not good with the fake people who ask them questions. It, it's so bad. Like, are you doing it on purpose? Really? Are you doing it on purpose? Here's the good thing. They started the show off with a match. How about that? They started the show off with a match. Kind of match, right? It was a match, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to find some positive. Um. <laughs> I'm trying to get into a flow here So I could do the proper pod for you guys They took heat off of some of the heels That they shouldn't have put, took heat off of This happened a couple times in a night And I'll get into it Which is bad When you take time to put heat on heels Heels that you're forcing on us Heels that are talented But they're just not ready yet with the push But you're forcing them on us And then you take the fucking heat off of them that's what happened here a lot Twice, not once, twice um, I like that it started off with action I did like that You know, there's been a lot of negative critique That, you know, over time Over years that they'll start with a big Long promo segment um, They didn't do that last night, there was action With, with uh, the Riot Squad and Ronda And Natalia And uh, um, 
uh, Nia Jax and and there was you know a lot of the women involved, obviously, and and what they're doing with Nia Tamina. Um, so a lot of physicality. They put Natalia through a table, um, it, and that even looks so just trite and contrived. But it just had the riot squad just kind of sl- slide the table over and just put Natalia through it. I mean, it just like I, you know I, I'm watching that, and it's nothing against the girls. It's just the way it was booked. I'm not blaming the girls. Um, I've used tables a lot in my career, like to suplex guys through tables. And I've seen a lot of guys on cards with me use tables successfully the right way. And one of the little simple things to do with a table to make it look, everything look more realistic. It is a real table. So you break, you put someone through a table, but part of the anticipation and the angst and the, um, the sense of fucking urgency is getting the table from under the ring. Instead of them just sliding it over, a table just being placed properly. Or, you know, I mean, I understand how it was put there, but I'm just saying like that. You got to, it's got to be that sense of urgency. Hurry up, let's set the table up. Oh my God, hurry up. Before this person is too revived too much that they can't let, you know, like that kind of thing feels better. Like little shit like that makes things feel more realistic and because and, they are more realistic. They are more realistic, more realistic, I should say. All right, so, so right, so Drew McIntyre, I, I'm, I'm going to just jump right into it. I'm not going to fucking go, no stupid ass order. I don't give a shit who likes it or doesn't. Okay, Drew McIntyre, I did this bit, Drew McIntyre Appreciation Night, where the general manager-elect, Baron Corbin, is kind of doing uh, uh, this, this praise, this tribute to Drew McIntyre um, and gave him this gold medal of excellence. Yeah. Uh, well, we had, you know, uh, the, the theme was, okay, Kurt Angle's a gold medalist, but now you you got this gold medal of excellence. So it's like the medal of raw, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It was dumb. I understand they're trying to have these guys get heat. It was dumb. Um, and then uh, it got to a point where McIntyre was putting himself over, burying all the guys in the locker room verbally. He got a real good promo. And then Ziggler came out and, and uh, you know, got pissed off because, you know, McIntyre basically destroyed the relationship with him and Ziggler and ripped Ziggler verbally. Ziggler's like, fuck this, kicks him in the face. And then Ziggler goes to leave. And then Baron Corbin says, you know what? No bullshit, Ziggler. You're not leaving. You guys are having a match right now. Blow off match Jones. Okay. Bad. Bad, 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 bad. I got no problem with an angle. With some kind of a story, something with Ziggler and uh, and and Drew McIntyre because of the the partnership they had. So we've seen this done in wrestling five point six billion times, and it's fine to do it five point six billion times. It's fine, okay, to do an angle, a feud with Ziggler and McIntyre, but they didn't do that. The angle is with Finn Balor and McIntyre. Okay, they did a blow off. They did they 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 had a turn where McIntyre in essence turned on Ziggler and Ziggler had enough kicked him, a match and a blow off all in one segment. Just all in one segment with Ziggler beating McIntyre. Now I got no problem. Um uh, uh what these two guys have in a match, but build it up to something. These guys had a partnership. And why take the fucking heat? Off McIntyre and have him lose because oh well Taz because Finn Balor close to the match oh bullshit bullshit 
If you're putting the rocket on Drew McIntyre, then fuck it. Put the rocket on. Don't have Ziggler beat him. Don't have him beat him. The whole thing is rushed. The angle is rushed, and they buzzed through it. Buzzed through it. And later on, Finn Balor, he, he beat Jinder Mahal, and then McIntyre got heat on him backstage on Finn. I like that. Let him get some of his heat back. I don't mind that. That was okay. They took these two guys. They've, put, they've been doing stuff together with Braun Strowman, as you guys know, Ziggler, McIntyre, all this stuff. And they just basically wrapped it all up, put a little bow on it in a segment yesterday. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> really? Like, really? <laughs> I, I just, I, I sat there scratching my, my head, scratching my ass, scratching my foot. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It, 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 they could have put these two guys in a nice angle for, 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 for several weeks and then do a blow off. They don't have to do it on a pay per view. Do the blow off on a big mat, a big raw. Announce it as a main event. Build them up. Build it up. They just, and okay, they figure out, you know what? Ziggler was probably upset that they wanted to end it so quick. You know, he knows how this works, and so does McIntyre. So they probably figured uh, Dolph will be happy. We'll just have him go over. And that don't matter. I don't think that's going to make the guy happy. You killed the angle in, in a day. Stupid. Really stupid. And Ziggler should not have won the match. If you're going to do that, keep the heat on McIntyre. You still can incorporate Finn if you're obsessed with having Finn work with Drew. I mean, like I said, I like that Drew got heat on Finn after Finn's match with Jinder. I like that. I did like that. That was very, you know, towards the very end of the night. But to just do the trite finish of Finn helped Dolph kick the, uh, McIntyre outside the ring when they were fighting outside Dolph and McIntyre and does that front double kick as Finn does and then it ends up where Dolph, you know, ends up defeating McIntyre. Like, it's nothing against Finn's running dropkick into the barricade. That's not the problem. It's just, it's it's the idea of taking the heat off the guy. You take the heat off him when you do that. Too early. If you really want to build this guy as a heat or a big fucking nasty Drew McIntyre, you know, heated, heated Scottish crazy man who's just... Uh, you know, violent and fucking destroyer. No, he should not have lost that match. And I got I got more news for you. He should have been backstage after the match. I think this happened like the very after the match where uh, I think it was Charlie Caruso, if I remember correctly. I didn't write it down. I don't write shit down. Just fucking watch it and I react. And she goes and puts a microphone in his face. Well, what happened to Drew McIntyre? No, 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 no. No, no interviews. No. Have Drew go berserk backstage. Fucking craziness. That the Houston police, I believe they were in Houston, legitimate cops got to calm them down. That are backstage. <laughs> he should not be in his right mind after he just got beat 
by a guy that was his buddy and that he just verbally punked out and then Dolph beats him and Finn fucked him over, he should not be sane to have a mic put in his face and say, I'm going to get revenge uh, on, on Dolph. Hey, Drew McIntyre, if you listen, I'm not ripping you, brother. Whoever wrote that segment is nuts. You got to have McIntyre go berserk, totally ballistic, that they remove him from the building. And then later on, when he fucking attacks Finn, it shocks everyone that he showed up. You have Finn be near the back door, going to his car, and here comes McIntyre out of the fucking darkness and destroys Finn. Something. God, this shit is so easy, dude. I can do this in my sleep. These guys sit in a fucking room together for hours upon hours. Thinking and thinking it though. What's Vince gonna like? What's he gonna say? Oh, what's I don't know. What, what about honey? You think he'll say it? And then they pitch stuff. And then the bosses poke holes in it. Okay. Jeez, man. Dude, what I just gave you is 10 times what did yesterday. And I, I, I just thought about it off the top of my head. You have the guy go crazy. No one, Charlie Caruso should be terrified to go near him. She shouldn't even go near him with a friggin' microphone and have him go crazy that there's some Houston police back there, there's some agents back there, and they're trying to calm him down. Have some extras back there, have him throw some guys to a fucking plate text, fake window, throw guys into a, uh, into a parked car, whatever. Go nuts. And the cops, they throw him out of the building. You gotta get the hell out of here. Throw him out. He's got no gear. He's just in his trunks. And then later on, when either Finn gets done working and, and then uh, I think they interviewed him, whatever that'll happen, somewhere near that backstage area, here comes Drew McIntyre flipping out, attacks Finn, destroys him. Oh, my God, the announcers now. We thought he left the building. He got thrown out. It's the simple questions that they should ask and they would ask. It's a layup. Michael Coles called this called this type thing a thousand times. Because it works. What I just said to you, I'm not reinventing the wheel, guys. What I just said to you works. Trust me. Works. Straight up works. What else works? I'll tell you what works. The people that keep me calm and happy. And that's Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. See the Taz Show? This one you listen to right now is supported by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They're introducing their all-new rate shield approval. Oh, yeah. You've heard me talk about it a lot with good reason. It's legit. See, because if you're trying to buy a home, you're in the market to you know, buy a new house. Okay, Quicken Loans is going to lock your rate for up to, nine, up to 90 days while you shop. That gives you peace of mind that you don't have to panic. And freak out. Oh my God, what am I going to do? You got 90 days with rate shield approval. You're locked in. Okay? So to get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. That's rocketmortgage.com. Ah! Rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Sorry, I'm a little twisted. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. It's a rocking mortgage. I need a sip of water. Hang on. 
need a cold beer, actually. Calm me down. The yam bags all twisted up over here. Pissed. Don't waste my time. I'm tired of this shit. Wasting my time. Fest free hours. Like an idiot. Week in and week out and week in and week out. DVR, no DVR, live, half live, half DVR, half just stop. Dude, soon I'm telling you, I'm done. 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 I'll ba- go back to fucking doing throwback snacks for you guys. This is crazy. And that's not it. There's more to bitch about. In a little while, I'm going to get to what you people said. You people on the IG and the Facebook. Huh. Yeah. About this. I told you it took heat off for somebody else too, right? Not just Drew McIntyre. Leo Rush. What they did with Leo Rush and Lashley, not good. Elias, you saw what he did, right? He takes the fucking guitar and he smashes it into the back of Leo Rush. Place pops. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's not great. Dumb. You know why it's dumb? Leo Rush is starting to get heat Which is great for Bobby Lashley Okay So you don't need to give that kind of payoff Just to pop the people A guy like Leo Rush He's such an annoying Little guy That you want to make people Wait To see him get busted up By Elias Give me the fucking payoff of that guitar when it matters. Build that shit up. They're quasi doing that with Drake Maverick. Quasi. Another thing I'm going to get into. Leo Rush should have never been hit with that guitar. Never. Never. They had it where he basically was a sacrificial lamb for Elias because Bobby Lashley was flexing and stuff like that. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, he said, the Elias basically saying, I want to hit Lashley with the guitar or whatever, I, you know. Uh, and then Bobby Lashley didn't give a shit. He was, he was aggravating, uh, you know, Elias. He was flexing, showing off his awesome physique and all this jazz. While Leo Rush is on the mic doing what he should do, getting heat. Getting heat. Next thing you know, <laughs> they have Leo Rush get hit in the back with the guitar. I just, I, I, I'm like, why? Why? Wait for that. That's called a payoff. Why just give it away there? Why? Why? They have guys, talent, that they're trying to get over as top talent. And I talked about this last podcast or the previous podcast. And I'll say it again if you're fucking new to my shit here, okay? They had guys, they have guys that are trying to get over their wet cement. Now, if you heard this already, chill. I'm going to be brief for those that are just new to this. They're wet cement because you know what I'm talking about for those that heard it. To build a house, you need the fucking foundation to be poured with cement. And what does cement have to be? Dried. 
you have guys that have the ability to be top guys, that ability ability to be foundational guys, but they're still wet cement. And now you're rushing them. You're rushing them. You got Braun Strowman. He's rehabbing an injury. You got, obviously, the ultra-serious situation, the unfortunate situation that's going on with Roman Reigns, who God willing, we see him again down the road, and hopefully he's recovering or, or battling with, with you know the, the the legitimate issues he's battling and health issues, and and thoughts are with him and and his loved ones. So there's a there's just they're missing, you know, you got no you know Brock Lesnar on the show, you know you got you know I'm just saying like it's <clears throat> so now you're trying to make stars, but the thing is you didn't prep these guys enough yet. They're not over enough yet for me to buy in. And it's not because they're not good enough. You guys didn't fucking push them right. You didn't. I, I hate getting I really, I, I really like this. I do. I, I got to get into the other thing, too, in a minute here. About, um, about uh, Dean Ambrose and Rollins. I have an idea that they could do for Dean Ambrose that's actually fucking great. And I'll, like an idiot, I'll give it away for free on this thing. Like I always do. Like a schmuck. <clears throat> that's what I do. Like a big mouth. Just come out here and chirp. Mock that I am. Fucking pissed. Um, all right. So Drake Maverick, he wrestles Bobby Roode. But he's supposed to wrestle Bobby Roode. Right? One-on-one, you know, where... Chad Gable's banned from ringside. The AOP's banned from ringside. Uh, Bobby Roode wants his revenge. He wants to destroy Drake Maverick for destroying and basically doing number one, taking a pee-pee, urinating, on Bobby Roode's robe in the toilet, as we saw a couple weeks ago, a week ago, whatever the frig it was. So then you see AOP backstage beating up Chad Gable, and then Corbin gets involved and says, you know, you know what? This is now going to be a handicap match, three on two. Again, the rules just change just like that. Why, why are you booking like this? Like so easy, trite booking where there's no real depths and layers to the booking. I don't understand that. And then you have Maverick. Get tagged in to get heat for him to get heat on his character, and you have him get a pinfall on Bobby Roode. Drake Maverick got a pinfall on Bobby Roode. You heard me right. Now, I, I, I now the thing is, you guys know how I feel about Bobby Roode as a performer, okay? I've worked with Bobby. He's a friend of mine. I believe in Bobby. The glorious gimmick. We've seen with WWE how they took him to a new level in NXT with Triple H and how awesome, how awesome it seriously was. Believe it or not, it's smart to keep the heat on Drake Maverick. And him getting a pinfall the way he did on Bobby keeps heat on him. So believe it or not, I'm not going to shit on that. But what I'm going to say is you got a guy like Bobby Roode who talk about wet cement. He's not wet cement. He's dried cement, ready to have a house built on him. And you got him mixed up in his tag team with Chad Gable and mixed up with, with, with the raw tag team titles. And he shouldn't be. 
He should be a singles competitor and over fucking babyface, not mixed up in a stupid angle he's in. And that's a shoot. Really? You wouldn't pay to see an angle right now because they're pushing Drew McIntyre as this killer heel. You wouldn't pay to see Bobby Roode and Drew McIntyre right now, meaning to build them up in an angle. Nothing against Finn Balor. Finn's had pushes, not big enough pushes. They've they've pumped the brakes on Finn enough. They screwed him over enough. I I just feel like I'd love to see a singles top angle for Bobby Roode. Instead, he's mixed up in this thing here, and it's just I feel bad for the guy. I do. That glorious gimmick was over like Rover. The shit with Raw and dude. I like that he came out. He didn't have the robe on. The entrance got it. The robe was confiscated. But we've seen where other robes. He has more than one robe, but okay. <sighs> a little continuity there. I got to put them over. No problem. All right. We're going to go to break here. Okay. Other side of break. This is what's going to happen. Okay. I'm going to give you an angle, an idea for Bane. I mean, Dean Ambrose, that they should do right now. With the whole angle he's got going on with Seth Rollins Something that's actually pretty freaking good And like a jerk, I'm giving it to for free Like I always do, because I'm an idiot And I'm also going to read some of the comments on a Taz Talk What the fuck is Taz Talk? That's my Instagram T-A-Z-T-L-K Give it a follow And I posed a question to you people Best and worst part of Raw Tell me I have not read them yet My research team has not filtered through them Cold Jones, I'm going in Cold Ass Jones I'm just going to read them straight To let you people hear what you people are saying Pretty simple deal Alright, on that note Tash Show, break time, we're right back Back here, Taz Show, supported by Rocket Mortgage by Quicker Loans, guys. They're introducing their all-new rate shield approval. Listen, I talked to you about this earlier. So if you didn't hear it, I'm kind of kind of repeat some of the same stuff, but you need to understand this is important if you're in the market to buy a home because they're going to lock your rate. Quicker Loans is going to lock your rate for up to not 30 days, not 60 days. How many days, guys? Say it all together. 90 days. That's right, 90 days Glad you guys all jumped in So Quicken Loans will lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop That's pretty sweet right there So listen, it's very easy to get started Okay, got a little deal for you on this thing here Go To, to get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash Taz That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions Additional conditions or exclusions may apply Based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lender, license in all 50 states, NLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030, that's a rocket mortgage. Okay. So, yeah. I talked about this idea that I got on uh, 
what do you call it? For uh, what's his name? Uh, Dean Ambrose. He's dressed like Bane, right? You guys remember Bane? Bane, right? Come out with the Bane because he's got the oxygen mask on. He doesn't, um, you know, he doesn't want the germs of the other people. Then I'm going to read some of the stuff from Taz Talk from the Instagram. Here's the idea. All right, this is the thing. So you got Seth Rollins in this angle with Dean Ambrose, who's straight heel Jones, right? Okay, so they did like a brawl thing around the ring, which is okay. I have no problem with that. I think it was fine. I, I, this is my problem with the whole thing, though. It's it's Renee Young on commentary, right? So do one of two things with Renee. Now they teased something a little bit. I don't know if they teased, but they did something where she snapped Renee did a little bit on Seth, but not Seth on. No, I'm sorry, on Corey Graves. So. Now, not to give me the idea, just hearing, sometimes I'll hear something that I don't like or I'll see something I don't like, and I'll think of a way to make something positive out of it. You have one of two options, in my opinion, with Renee Young on commentary while Dean is working or out there. Okay, for those that don't know, you know, they're an item, obviously. I, I don't know if they're engaged or married. I'm not really sure, but I know they're a couple. So I, I don't know people's love life. I don't really care. It's none of my business. Okay, so, but I know they're, they're an item. They live together, whatever the heck it is, right? So great. I hope they... To have a great huge family for a thousand years And they make billions of dollars I wish no ill will on anyone I love everybody in this world You know that I would have Renee be taken off commentary When Dean's out there Because what's happening is People, the bulk of the audience Knows that they're an item They're a couple And the people backstage In the grill position Are feeding Renee lines And it sounds contrived and fake so, and it it sounds like when she's like, well, this is getting uncomfortable, this, like it's, it sounds very much like she's being fed these lines. Have her stand up and walk out, walk backstage whenever Dean comes out to work or something like that. So you don't force her to give any kind of commentary because it feels awkward or make her a heel, make her a heel that she's rooting him on and that she's all for her man. And and in and I don't care if you get to a point where she's almost like his valet to a point. I mean, you know, I'm not. I hate to be rude. I mean, I I was all in, and, and I'm happy for her being the first woman color commentator on Raw, and it's an amazing thing. And she does an okay job. I I, I she does. I do think that she still has to. She's got a lot more to learn and get a lot better, and she will. But the problem for her, it's not her fault. It's the way she's being fed lines and that she's being fed too many lines. Instead, her instead just let her react organically and real. But they're not trusting her instincts because they probably feel like she has no instincts because she's green. Okay, but then don't put her on your mothership show. So I'm not knocking her. I'm actually putting her over, saying that just let her be herself. You put her in that position for a reason. Well, let her be her. Stop micromanaging her. I would have her be a heel Now, if she's a heel commentator And at times she seconds Meaning she's a valet in essence for Dean Her as a heel on commentary Is going to make her a much better commentator Because she's going to get better quicker Because it'll be easier for her That's a fact That's not an opinion That's not a guess That's a fact Trust me Done it, lived it, seen other guys do it It's a fact it makes it a much easier transition to learn and do. I've done it. And it, it, trust me, as a heel, it works. And now you have the perfect catalyst 
to do that And it's Dean Ambrose Okay I, That's what I would do with her And with Dean And it will help Dean It gives Dean like new life You know if she's with him It just works It does So um, I was going to get to some of the things over here On the Taz talk Right so again, I haven't read these yet Straight Jones going right in Straight forge ahead I'm going to read some of them Let you people know, the, the question was Raw last night, worst part and best part That was what we put out on the IG Alright, so uh, There's a lot, so I'm not going to read them all But I, I, I'll read a chunk of them, right So uh, Team Kulok said The Raw Medal I agree, that stunk He's talking about the Raw Medal of Excellence Or whatever it was called That thing I talked about that um, that Baron Corbin gave to uh, to Drew McIntyre for Drew Appreciation Night. Okay. Um, worst part, this guy, baby fr three ish four seven. That rolls off the tongue. Uh, said worst part, the whole show. Best part, when it was over. Getting really difficult to watch. See. Um, what else we got here? Oh. Team Q Lock said Rhino and Heat Slater Yeah, that's another thing if you didn't see it They basically had them break up and now Rhino Is fired, so loser of the match Gets fired, and now Heat Slater got Handled a referee shirt by Baron Corbin like, I didn't say you're going to be a wrestler, you're a referee So I think it's an angle I don't think Rhino's actually fired, he's probably going to go To Smackdown or something like that, or who knows What they're going to do, and they just did These guys been a unit for quite some time For a long time, and then they just killed them In one night, here you go, bye bye, you're broken up it's such trite booking. It's just like really. Spoo Bitronal. Spoonichbrala. So Spoo Bitronal. Best part, he said. Advertisers for SmackDown. <laughs> That's a good answer. That that damn mailman. I remember that guy. Says, uh, I haven't watched a Raw or SmackDown in a long time. I just hear about what happens from hashtag the Taz show. As of late, it would appear I'm not missing much. You're not. Okay, uh, Kermit the Hermit 67 The best part, Ember Moon finally getting a chance to shine Agreed, agreed She got a good spot uh, at the, I think that was at the very end of the night If I memory serves me in a tag match With uh, with Ronda Rousey And you know, they had Ronda Rousey in the main event With Ember Moon, she picked her partner Ronda Against uh, Nia Jax and Tamina and uh, And the Babyfaces won the match uh, to me, it tapped out, I believe, to Ronda Rousey, if memory serves me. But Ember took a big chunk of the match, obviously, being more experienced. And she did have a chance to shine. It, it was nice. She didn't do the job. She shined good. She looked great in the ring. Uh, and and I'm a big fan of that girl, Ember Moon. She does, does a great job. So that that was good. I should have mentioned that earlier. I did a good job on that. Um, what else we got? A underscore Moraschiaco says, Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, worst. Oh, that was what he liked, I think. And then it says worst Bane Ambrose. <laughs> That's funny. Um, gutter underscore Panda. Worst is randomly, randomly uh, bringing up Slater and Rhino just to break them up after what a two minute match. Yes, I was just saying um, that, or the fact that someone in the back apparently just saw the Dark Knight Rises and thought that it was super cool for uh, to look for uh, make it look like make Ambrose look like that. Yeah, no, I was just saying that. Uh, Wolfgang, oh, a friend from Germany Says, worst part, ESPN commentary Best part, AP's TD, damn wrong show <laughs> I get it, for those that don't get it He's being sarcastic, he must have watched Monday Night Football So he said, worst part's ESPN commentary 
which I agree. Uh, best parts, AP's touchdown. That's Adrian Peterson. He had a 90-yard touchdown, and he's about 60 years old. Uh, no, he's older than everybody else for the Redskins, but he had a long run. Remember, a great running back, uh, played for years, you know, played at Oklahoma. And uh, anyway, and he put wrong shows. That was funny. Um, Leafington, uh, best part, Golden Tate, again. Little football player. Uh, honestly, I skipped it last week. Uh, I skipped it because last week's episode was rough. Was so rough. So yeah. So he's saying Golden Tate, uh, great wide receiver, who was on the Monday Night Football for the Eagles. Okay, Sir Weaselton. At least announced on WWE social media that the War Machine retired last night. Remember him in those ECW and TNN. Okay, uh, Jenny underscore Ferrex. The whole episode made me cringe. I've watched wrestling literally since I was born, and I really just lost interest with WWE. Uh, it's just boring and stale to me lately. Uh, Jenny, hard to argue. Um, hard to argue. Ultra Sport Talk. Uh, best part: Renee Young lashing out at Graves. Ah, see, I was just saying this earlier. Uh, are we starting to see Renee Young heel turn? Well, I hope so. That'd be good. And then said the worst part: Rhino firing. Heath Slater is a referee. Why? Uh, what is the payoff for any of it? I'm at a loss. I'm with you. Uh, D Gals Band. Sasha Bailey segment. The WWE version of ECW had better writing than this. Oof. I don't know about that, but anyway, there's a lot. There's just a lot more. I'm not going to go through Rusty's. I, I can find myself just keep reading and reading. Uh, thank you, everybody who contributed on that um, on that deal there. So I, I just figured I'd share some of that with you guys. Yeah, look, they they got to they got to really pick it up here. They, this this show needs an injection, dude. Like really, this show needs something done. Um, they need to hire some talent from somewhere else, and the problem is they bought all their competition at the end of the day. Uh, maybe we'll see some of the guys from from Ring of Honor slash New Japan and the the elite and you know the Cody Roses of the world and you know the Kenny Omegas of the world and and the Super Kick Party uh, you know the Jacksons uh, Matt and Nick you know maybe we'll see the Young Bucks type thing maybe, you know maybe they, something it needs something and it needs something pronto. If I was in NXT right now, like I'd be panicking. If I was like getting pushed. Like, you know, right now, if uh, I would be panicking. Like, if I was uh, Adam Cole, baby, like, I'd be panicking. Oh, my God, don't bring me up on Raw SmackDown right now. Just leave me alone. Please, leave me alone. Um, yeah, you, you don't, you don't want to. Uh, right now, if I'm in NXT, I don't want to be on one of, those, one of those main brands right now. I don't. I don't. I don't know if they're going through a transition or what's going on, man. It's just I think a lot of it's they got a guys injured and and they're they're trying to make new big stars, and um, they're trying to do it all at once. I think that's a problem. That's bad. That's that's not knowing your story, Ox. You know, five, six, seven, eight, nine months ago, to building guys in that mid to upper card area. So then they're ready when there's an injury or something like that. You could pop them up. You know, that's how it was back in the day. You know, they had enough talent always ready to go to, to start getting a push. Um, they kept guys you know, kind of strong for, for the most part. It's a little different now. It's like it's just now it's like they, they, and it's unfortunate they're getting hit with all the, the different health issues and injuries and stuff. That's not WWE's fault. It's part of the game. I mean, it's unfortunate. But not having the talent prepped. Is their fault not having that cement dried more? More guys, I should say, would dried cement. Okay, 
that that's the main thing. Just it is for me anyway. I just you know, it's a shame. It's a shame uh, because they're losing fans in droves, and you know we know there'll be another cycle of fans come right behind them. <clears throat> but um, <clears throat> excuse me. You know they 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 I I couldn't believe I, I was talking to uh, Pete the Body, the esteemed board operator of Taz and the Moose. On CBS Sports Radio And you know he's a wrestling wrestling aficionado As you guys know Well at least he feels he is And uh, and we were joking around We were talking during one of the breaks of the radio show And he was saying he was looking at um, Mike Johnson's Twitter Dawn Raw Mike Johnson of PW Insider You know my man Mike And uh, Mike will be on soon with the, on the show here but Probably next week or so uh, But anyway and how funny it was Because like he kept putting different emojis up Or gifs, jifes, gifes, whatever the hell you're called Of different things of frustration and anger Like he said it was funny I could tell how bad Raw was Before I even watched it Because he must have watched it on demand And said, uh, just looking at Mike's Twitter was funny I said, yeah, I know um, It was, I, I noticed what he's talking about I don't know, man It's just, it, it's frustrating It's just really um, You know I, look, I cover I cover the business. I cover this. Uh, I I don't. I want them to have good shows. I do. I want them to have good shows. I really do. Uh, we all invest time as supporters or fans of the business. You are the hood ornament of the industry. You are the front man, front woman of the business. You are the end all, king of kings of the business. WWE. You got to do a better job than this. You got to do a better job. You got it, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I I'm not gonna keep fucking doing podcasts out here, covering Raw or covering SmackDown, where I'm just gonna bury everything they do because I just don't. I never. That's not who I wanted to be as a podcaster and a content provider. But I I got no choice. I, I'm just not gonna watch the shows if I'm gonna just you know, I, I, if I'm gonna be like this because it's just not getting not getting better. You know what I mean? I just think they got they gotta be better. It's just not good. So, and I, like I said, I don't want to come out here and say this kind of shit. I don't. I'm not one of these hot take guys. Oh, I gotta have a hot take. I fuck hot take. <sighs> Bullshit take. Most people that have the hot takes. They're liars. It's contrived fake shit. I don't care if you're watching political news, sports news, sports radio, political fucking radio, wrestling, YouTube wrestling. Podcast wrestling A lot of people with the hot takes It's bullshit It's trying to be fucking cool And trying to be Oh he's bombastic Yeah bullshit I'll give you a hot take It's a shoot I'm not saying I'm the only one like that But when I do this And I get angry It's from the bottom of my heart I'm being honest I don't do contrived fake shit And I'm not saying Everyone's different than me But there are Because there are a lot of guys That cover The business that Give you a hot take and they're angry Because they really are But a lot of it, a lot of people that do it, it's bullshit You know Whatever, now now I'm just going to start ripping people in general That do content, Ugh, let me stop So <laughs> So I'm getting in a bad mood Well, getting, I'm kind of in a bad mood That's the problem, I just start going off I, I, I don't, I'm not trying to do that <sighs> Anyway, I don't know Look, if you didn't watch Raw uh, Don't, okay, don't it's really that simple It wasn't a good show And I know how hard everybody works on the show From the production To the creative team To, to the wrestlers To the announcers To the refs It's gotta be better People are not gonna invest 
three hours, two hours, or one hour. It's just not going to happen. So that's it. All right, guys, I'm Taz. You're not. Thank you. Oh, by the way, subscribe to the friggin' show, and don't be afraid to give me a little review on the uh, Apple uh, iTunes gimmick. Put me over. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cause we've been doing our own.